0: Welcome to the English Out Loud podcast, podcast where you can listen to me giving you tips on how you can sound a little more natural in your speech. My name is Pat. I'm adjusting my microphone here, but I got it. And I'm here to help. I'm here to help people who need to improve on the go because you could play this while you're driving to work you could play this while you're putting on your socks you could play this while you brush your teeth download it put it on drink your tea just half listen just enjoy and if you learn something you learn something today i have some information of value because i am interviewing a great man mr ricardo costilla ricardo costilla is an HR manager and he actually he gives us a little bit of insight on job interviews today we get into that in just a few minutes and uh, he's got some pretty valuable tips and just as well hearing about his own experiences using English I gotta say this guy knows his stuff anyway let's get into that for today thank you for listening and uh, let's see what we got.
1: Ricardo Costilla, a Mexican gentleman who uh, usually we communicate in English. So we are just gonna have a great chat about all, kind, well mainly about English related things today and we'll see how things go. So tell me about yourself or well, tell the audience about yourself a little bit. Uh, Ricardo, what do you do?
2: Well, I, I work in human resources uh, I've been working 11 years, maybe more. Uh, right now, I'm a HR manager.
1: So, working in human resources here in Mexico, does English ever come into play with that, or is it always... Are you speaking in Spanish most of the time?
2: No, actually, my work... Well, I believe that English has been, uh, like, essential for my uh, career path, right? Mm. Uh, like, since forever. Because uh, most of the... I mean, the the promotions that I've had gotten in my work and everything, English has, has been a, a big role in it. Like when I was uh, starting, uh, my, my first uh, uh, job was like a training coordinator. I, I got to travel to Milwaukee a couple of times and nice. um, Phoenix, I think. I went there and they sent me there just because I, I knew how to speak
1: English. Oh, yeah. So it's not only, you know, work and promotions, you also got to do a little business traveling.
2: Yeah, it was nice. And and it was just because of that, because like at that time, my managers didn't, didn't speak English. So he was like, OK, so so you're going there because you're the one that speak English in the team. So anyway, that those travels brought relations uh, like, you know, their positions, higher positions than me. So I, I believe it has been uh, essential to my role. And right now, uh, actually my my current position uh, is HR manager of a technical center. So so this technical center, the, the managers that I support, they are in the United States, most of them. So I have people here, but they report to people in the United States. So when I have to... Uh, do any any changes for the worker or whatever mm-hmm. i need to speak to them and well when you can when you when you talk about marketing you you talk about this uh dif- uh something that's different right when you're mm-hmm. selling something you need to sell something different so i think that's that's what's uh, my talent um on my on myself right it's yeah. it's uh that i know english and that helps a lot uh other thing yeah. that it helps, it's like um, like right now, human resources and most of the information, yeah, you find trainings that you have to take and understand the systems there in English. Mm-hmm. So, so I can understand the systems because I can take the trainings because I can make questions and I understand when they answered me. A lot of my work is just getting these systems to work and helping like other uh, regional managers or directors.
1: At what age did you start to enjoy speaking English or did you start to notice that, hey, there's actually, you know, something, this is a good skill to have?
2: Yeah, Yeah, so as as a kid, it was a little hard there because I had friends that were not learning English at the moment. And I was like, hey, why? why should I be working extra than other kids there, and I want to go play or something. But I, I think, well, I really think I had a good school there, because when I come to think about it right now, it's like it was, I learned it, uh, like, without any big efforts. Like I see sometimes uh, some adults come to have some big efforts to learn uh, English. Um, I think because I learned as a kid. And then i think i start enjoying english uh when the when the, when the internet appeared oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah like when inter- i i mean i i am uh i'm i i was born on the eighty two internet didn't existed when i was a a young kid mm-hmm. so maybe i'm talking say sixteen years old fifteen years old i think that uh, internet start to play a role right in, in the world <laughs> yeah and 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 as uh, 15 16 year years old uh, well I start enjoying like at that at that moment was trying to download music and mm. and, and reading manuals
1: Well yeah you had to learn. How to use all these systems. Yeah, no, and actually at yeah. that
2: moment I was trying to be a hacker though. So ah, <laughs> yeah. that was your life yeah. goal. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. At that moment they went to be I wanted to be a hacker and to hack into
1: emails and that kind of stuff. Just for the fun, they say the thrill. Being a hacker, that'd be something else. I think I mean for one, that's a huge job because banks, for example, hire hackers to like they call them ethical hackers. And you're just there to try and, you know, undermine the bank's security systems, for example. Um, or so many companies do this governments, you know, hire hackers to, Uh, and they pay like, I can't, I don't know how much, uh, they pay quite well, I would think. But, uh, good. Well, here's uh, I got a couple other though, uh, English related questions there.
0: Tell me about a time when you were able to use your English to help another person.
1: Um,
2: well, part of my life uh, philosophy is to help whenever you can help. Every time that you are able to help with something, anything, mm-hmm. I try to help with. Right? Uh, there's lots of things. Uh, like in my com, my company is based in the United States, so the main offices are there. So my company is a big company, so we have um, about 16 or 17 plants in Mexico. Usually the, the managers at the plants, they, they have some more trouble with English than I do. So what I do is uh, to help all of these guys is when we have a new strategy and they push information in English, I try to do the, do the translations and and send them everything translated and easier to read right for them. And I think that's
0: helpful. Well, at least my boss has told me. <laughs> oh, I'll bet. Yeah, uh, I want to make sure that we, because we don't have too much time today, but uh, I want to make sure that we talk a little bit about interviews. Because you work in HR, you conduct interviews regularly, I believe you have for years, right? And so, do you have any tips for people who have English interviews coming up? You know, anything that you'd like to talk about that uh, you think people need to know before they go into this?
2: Yeah, I think I have a couple. Uh, First advice I will say is is it will be very helpful for you to practice a lot uh, with someone that speaks English. Uh, Mm -hmm. So if if you have like a teacher or someone that you know uh, that can help you so you can loosen a little before and practice a lot, right? Maybe do it, do it five, 610 times. I don't know. And maybe
0: if you are, well, they, they could ask as well about your work. Like, like a friend who speaks English could talk with you and ask you about your work. Right. At, at
2: the beginning of my uh, career, I interviewed people for a call center that gave service to the United States. So, um, these guys need to speak good English, right? Because they were going to sell stuff, to solve issues and all that kind of stuff. So, so they need to speak English really well. So I I interviewed like maybe a thousand people, uh, and not all of them, uh, of course, speak uh, speak good English.
1: Sorry, just to be sure, there, did you say a dozen or a thousand? A thousand. Ah, there we go. This is an accent difficulty here. Just a tip. The TH sound in that word thousand is something that takes a lot of repetition to get. But all you got to do is practice by putting your tongue between your teeth instead of putting them, like pressing your tongue to your teeth. So a lot of people say like thousand instead of thousand. Just tiny difference there anyway. Sorry to cut you off.
2: No, I had this t-shirt that used to tell us. She actually yelled at us at that moment in life because teachers, teachers, uh, before they yelled at you, and but well, well, anyway, this uh, this yeah, same, yeah. same teacher used to yell at us, saying, "Hey, when you're doing the th, you should show your teeth," and she she did that, that like that, uh, and, uh, <laughs> and she always said, "You you just show your teeth." Your...
1: Yeah, no, it's a it's a tough habit, but like, and people all over the world struggle with that kind of sound, like. I got students from everywhere. Honestly, just about everyone stumbles with that one. Um, But everyone is also capable of getting it. Like I've seen miracles happen where people just consistently build that muscle memory and in no time, they've got a clear TH sound.
0: Anyway, though, about uh, interviews. So getting back to the topic, how many uh, people had you interviewed there? Interviewed yeah. like
2: thousand a
0: thousand there people <laughs> there, and yeah, we have lots. I, like I
2: had, I had lots of, of guys that didn't speak English at all. I, I even remember this this guy that uh, he's. I asked him about his his life, like uh, just I, a question was tell me something about yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know family, hobbies, or whatever. Um, and he started telling me something about that he lived in a house in the prairie with a river and he just wasn't telling uh. me words <laughs> like he was telling me son with son and and dogs yeah.
1: and that's actually an important thing as well because like sometimes i'll you know help uh, my students will practice interviews and that question that you asked there tell me about yourself or i guess it's more of a statement but whatever that's in Every job interview I've ever had, and it'll probably be in every one that I'll have in the future. Um, and whenever I ask it to people, it seems to get misinterpreted sometimes. Like you said, people start talking about their dogs and their kids and all these irrelevant things every now and then. And so, you, well, how would you suggest? Like, what what are people listening for? You know, for you as an interviewer, if you ask someone, "Tell me about yourself." what do you hope to hear
2: for one i'm i'm hearing the english i i want to hear the accent Uh i I want to hear if they have uh if they can express themselves with different words or maybe not easy words right like just like house dog and family no i i want to know maybe uh if they like cooking what kind of food they like to cook when do they cook I, i mean i want i want to hear them speak Mm -hmm. Uh, fluently and and that's the the english part right but as human resources as well uh, you want to hear about their family about their um like hobbies like if if they like, if you have a hobby about, um, I don't know, killing lions, it's like, no, it. <laughs> maybe, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, if you're in a job for killing yeah, animals, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but yeah if, yeah, if you're like, mm. uh, if you're a lion hunter, but if you're like an accountant and you like, don't tell that. <laughs> yeah. <okay. laughs> yeah. So, I mean, yeah. yeah. And, and yeah, I mean, as a, as human resources, you you look for that uh, part of the stability in that mm. person because you want someone that's uh, stable enough to stay in the, in the job for uh, at least, uh, I don't know, four or five years, right? Yeah. Or, or more or their whole life. If it's possible, if they have maybe promotions and that, I mean, you're looking for people that stay with the company for a long time. So that's part of the, part of the, of the question is for stability and the other part in the, in English, uh, uh, Talking about the English is the fluency that they have to uh, speak about anything that they want to share. Mm-hmm. I, I usually do this question about uh, tell me about family hobbies or, or whatever you want. The, the question is that tell me about your um, about yourself, family hobbies, anything that you want to share with us. We just want to know you, right? That's that's mm-hmm. like that, that's a question. Speak fluently, and if they uh, start telling me about. How they like reading? What do they like to read and cook and or whatever? But they mm. they speak fluently and they use plenty of words, not maybe just two or three words, right? To try yeah. to describe something. I mean, when you're describing something, you 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 usually try to and, and if it's something you enjoy, mm. you usually have lots of words to describe that. Yeah, and, you
1: get and, passionate and, about. It. Yeah, you
2: get passionate about, it. and that's what I'm trying to um, to get from them. Mm and when when i don't get it at the first and at the first part and because some some people might uh, have some issues like talking about themselves right Mm -hmm. um Um, just because you don't usually speak about yourself a lot right so Mm -hmm. so when that happens and and i believe they are having maybe they have good english but they are having trouble talking about this topic i go to business thing and 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 so Another question that I make is like, um, can you tell me some problem, or so, some really big problem that you remember that happened at your work, and how it was solved, and what was your part in in the solution? Mm-hmm. Something that you have worked on, right? So, so that's another another question related to job or to their their work, and and if they are not comfortable talking about uh, their life. Mm-hmm. I I um, expect them to at least be comfortable talk, comfortable talking about their uh, work, right? Mm-hmm. So that's a couple of questions that I like you
1: just to pull it out of them. Like you're saying that you just you know making sure that they can. It doesn't matter what exactly they're talking about. Oh, I mean, it does matter what they're talking about. But the fact is, you want to hear that they know how to use English effectively. Yeah. And so I was misunderstanding actually. I of uh, my my own students, I was always assuming that you just want to have people talking about, you know, work-related things or industry-related things, but clearly it goes beyond that. It's more, um, yeah, just talk, just get it out of you. So everybody listening there, job interviews in English, you can do it. You've just got to pull it out of you, and you can do it. No problem. Yeah, I think in some things that we expect
2: as interviewers as well is... That we uh, we don't need to be putting each word out of them. I mean, as you say, it's you, uh, we expect the the people to s- just start speaking.
1: Mm-hmm. And so get ready for that. And there are lots of services actually. I mean, just it, it's a little off topic, but online you can find plenty of paid services where you just get on and chat with people. Like one website I've worked for this. It's called Cambly. You get on this website, Cambly, you just connect with an English speaker. Sometimes they're teachers. Sometimes they're just people who are bored and, you know, looking to work from home. But you just get on and you just chat. Just pulling it out of you. So, as you mentioned there, practice makes perfect. And uh, with English, if you don't use it, you lose it. But if you do use it, then you're going to see some results. That's the only way to see results with this. You can't just... Wait, you gotta keep at it, which is why you're listening now.
2: Yeah, yeah. Something that I do a lot and I like doing about this you are saying just practice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I like when I watch like Netflix shows or or anything like that. Uh, I usually watch them in English. Helps. Ah. I, I, I think that helps me a lot uh, with new words. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I mean, I think I speak good with, with English, but still you from time to time you
1: learn one or two new words and that's- oh yeah no even i do i learned the word loquacious lately which is a great word and i learned it from a netflix movie inglorious bastards great movie and he says your friend isn't a loquacious he's not the loquacious type or something like that loquacious means talkative that's what it that's all it just means someone who's very talkative is loquacious And as I've mentioned in the past, you don't want to say very, you just want to say, you don't want to say very talkative because that's not using your full vocabulary. You want to say a word like loquacious and uh, you can just listen to people. And then you got your phone with you. You can look up anything that people are saying, any new words. Do you keep the subtitles on? Yeah,
2: Yeah, in in English.
1: English. Ah, in English. Okay.
2: Yeah, because yeah. sometimes I, I don't understand some of the words, so I won't try to read it. But I try not to read them, but I put mm-hmm. them on in English just in case
1: I... Either way, yeah, it's breathe them, don't. It's, it's getting your brain working in English, getting those wheels turning. That's important. Yeah, nice. Good stuff. Well, for today, we, uh, well, we could wrap things up for today. So, um... I'd like to thank you, Mr. Ricardo, for your time. We're going to we'll do this again in the future. Ricardo here lives in central Mexico. I'm living up in northern Mexico. And we just took a great little road trip down, my uh, Estefania and I. We came a couple days ago. And this city's beautiful. I, I could see myself in a city like this in the future. But, yeah, thanks for your time today. Do you have any uh, last thoughts that you'd like to say for today
2: (laughs) just practice and practice until until you make it and you're welcome
1: totally that's it practicing every day whether it's netflix youtube online chatting with people anything just practice well thank you very much for your time and uh we'll see you again soon sometime have a good one